Welcome, welcome, welcome to WABG on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Thorson. <laughs> Words. And I am, of course, joined by my co-host, the killer, Cooper Prater. Man, I was I was so ready to come in here and cut a, a promo about yeah, I was like, when I was champ every single day. <laughs> I came in with those belts. And sure enough, here to save his own skin. By the skin of, you're lucky we started late, too, today. Also here is the natural Noah Phillips. I'm home. <laughs> and your WBGL champion, the awesome Alex Houston. He ran here, boys. I did. And but however, contrary to popular belief that these liars and manipulators would tell you, I've actually been here for six hours. So Doing I don't know what? what you guys are talking about. Um you obviously got finals, man. <laughs> yeah. I got very important <laughs> exams to be taken. I've got even more important I'm celebration sure. to be having. Me and Sutton been playing Halo Reach, man. Look, I you know GTA the champs do a six trailer. I haven't watched it yet. So <laughs> Apparently, it's coming in 2025. It so. is. Shocking it's going to come out after we all graduate, probably. Yeah. Um, with that being said, welcome into WABGL, where we talk all the wrestling goodness. This is our final episode of the semester. And sadly, we are not able to sneak in and do a New Japan episode this year. Uh, um, you well, know what's really sad? It. You know what's really sad? I looked at the analytics today. That's one of our lowest episodes. Yeah, of course it is. But you know, it's, it, you know what it, is our lowest episode? It's fun anyways. The Jay Briscoe tribute episode is our lowest one. Oh, that's that's, that's terrible. Upsetting. That is upsetting. That's really yeah. upsetting. I was re- it was really upset. But anyway, we talk all things wrestling. It is our final episode. So, one, we have Cooper's rewind. We're gonna do today, and in the spirit of one chick magnet punk returning, we are doing CM Punk versus John Cena at Money in the Bank 2011, and two, into the year awards. I hope Alex, the champ, was prepared. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I know you two were prepared, so. But before we get into all that, you want to talk about weekly roundup of what happened this week? Uh, yeah, there was a couple of highlights. A couple of highlights. Um, Eddie Danielson and all the promos from Collision. Oh, dude. Just, just, this is what I, I'm here for. <laughs> um, do a, do a round robin. I'm set. Uh, Those chops, man. The chops, the, the screaming at each other. Just no! desperation. No! That's what that's what I'm here for. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, the the return of pirate Brian Danielson. True. That's how you know it's peak. Looking like that guy from Mortal Kombat. What's the one with the the eye patch? You know what I'm talking about? Kano. Not Kano. What? I'm talking about. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody playing no more. I'm talking Kombat. about the one that's blind. Actually, the one that has two oh, eye patches. Oh, Kenshi. Kenshi. Yeah, yeah. He has the the Kenshi side eye patch there. Right. It's the weirdest eye patch I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, that was awesome. All the promos. Did you see the one where Anderson was doing yoga? Yes, in his yeah. That's I love his his like Zen master of violence character. I now. didn't know you were gonna come back here while I'm meditating. <laughs> he's he's been cutting really great ones. Eddie obviously. Eddie. Brody King. Brody. Too. He gets that cool lighting on him. It's really really. He's great. just cool, man. Undefeated in his block. He is the leader right now. He's the leader in Blue League. Yeah. Um, Garcia cutting them sad boy promos always is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I thought Claudio's promo was pretty good too from Collision. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's got a good grasp of it. We also had Swerve, um, Jay White main event on Friday. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And Swerve good. looking like a star as always and saying that he is bonded to Hangman, which was oh, so good. 
Um, and then CM Punk gave a terrible promo. Yay! I'm home. I'm home. He's home. Uh, hey, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. That was the realest thing he said, and he didn't even say it on mic. You know, that or was during so... the broadcast, yes. I don't think. <laughs> I think that was what in the like YouTube exclusive. Yeah. I do love him cutting the promo and then victory laughing around the ring. I know, I know. He's I so love good. him. He's great. He's he so also good. did the, the the competition here is why I'm here, and it's like, are you sure it's not because you got fired? Right. Also, it's the um, same thing he said in his AWT. He, he's promo. so popular. He's got guys on TikTok trying to figure out how he said money while sticking his tongue out, which if you try it, you actually can't do it because he when he says money, his tongue goes out at the end, and then actually, according to this TikToker, is not possible. Just thought everybody needs to know that for whatever money. reason. The money. point is that CM money. Punk is a draw because was Roman Reigns getting people to dissect how he speaks? I don't think so. But CM Punk got people on TikTok wondering how he's saying the word. Well, money. I don't think I any of those lap viewers that waited for that promo are going to come back this week. Oh, you are mistaken. Dude, he's, you don't even. He's just such a force of magic. He, like, he hasn't advertised. It doesn't matter. He's selling the best. It doesn't matter. They're Randy, on top. They'll be on top forever. Randy SmackDown segment was pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't. Was. I, I know it doesn't move you, but it was a good thing. No, it it was. I can acknowledge that. Um, I I am not a fan <laughs> of the general manager squabbling uh, that I, is that is it. happening on SmackDown. But um, I thought that uh, it, it did its job to make Randy feel like a big deal again. I'm fine with it because I like Nick Aldis and he reminds me of William Regal and it was very funny to watch. Oh, I do love Nick Aldis. And it was funny to watch him get RKO'd and Randy's like, you knew, man. He was like, he was like giving them the reaction, like, you know, I could not yeah. RKO you. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I love Nick Aldis. On the other hand, I kind of can't stand Adam Pierce at the moment. I agree. He's kind of doing too much. Like, no, I'm not. Know. I'm not a big fan of Pierce, um, especially since he's never gonna like wrestle probably ever again. Like Aldis, I feel like at some point probably gonna wrestle again. I mean, he's too um, jacked not to. Yeah, he's too <laughs> yeah. jacked. He does not look like he he fits in <laughs> yeah. those suits, man. Um, but, no, I thought the Randy segment was good. There was some other stuff on SmackDown. What else happened? Uh, I've watched SmackDown at work, so like, I should remember most of this. Um, I had some. Jimmy, Jimmy Uso uh, laid in the ring. I know like Kyrie hour. got beat clean. I remember that. And that's not a highlight. Yeah. By Bianca. Um, and it was not a good match. The Bailey, the Bailey stuff? Bailey stuff. Or they'll leave her behind? There's something else like LWO. Or no. Oh. KO like broke his arm or something like that. Broke his like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, um, U.S. title. And a match against yeah, Waller. And it supposedly sent him up maybe to face Logan Paul because he came out to confront That's him. That's what I heard, yeah. Um, I mean, if that's the case, that uh, feud will probably be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Apparently, there's a little bit of uh, heat as well uh, now that Punk is in with, with Owens. Um, yeah. So Owens just didn't say anything about him in the yeah, interview. Yeah, who, know, who knows how that it turns out. Baller. Uh, um, baller. That's all I got to say. True, true. Um, what else happened? You know, imagine, There's a U.S. title tournament, brother. There's a U.S. title There's tournament. There's a real tournament. It's Santos. not this round-robin stuff, all right? It's single elimination, all right? They're both tournaments, no. Um. Dragon Lee is awesome as always, and is giving kids his mask on house shows. I so that was adorable. He's was... been doing that though, and it's so. It's, it, what's funny is like he'll do it, and like certain. I don't know, like back in the day, he would get some like the kid's dad to take off his shirt, uh. and so he could put it around his head, so in case he didn't have <laughs> another mask. Because that one he just traded him his Ray mask. Yeah. But like, there's certain ones where he'll just be like, I, they don't have a mask, so he's like, he's like, hey, shirt, and he'll put the shirt on. And he'll only show the kid his face. Oh, that's. And cool. then he'll put it. He's gonna be the next big thing. I'm telling you. Um. 
I uh, I noticed that yeah, it was he put on a, a like it looked like a classic like Ramos. It was a classic Jr. Ray, yeah. Mask. And uh, he he pulled it off well. I thought I was like I can uh, if they you know want to <laughs> just make little, him right too. Like yeah, uh, <laughs> next Ray Mysterio. Triple A yeah. acting over there and, and keep Ray Mysterio. Him out. What, what, what would be his name if? Uh, or I guess Ray Mysterio three. I guess uh, three. Or, yeah, because yeah. Ray Mysterio the original. Yeah, original so be, Ray Mysterio Junior. Ray Mysterio three. I don't know. Um, but uh, also Trey, El- Elio Ray Mysterio Del- Trace. Yeah, El- Elio Del Rey Mysterio. Junior. <laughs> um, one thing I did watch back then that was awesome. Bobby Lashley versus Butch was pretty good. As obvious, I mean, two good workers. I'll take your word for it. I um, Bobby hit an awesome spear where they both flipped. Um, it was very funny because Bobby was supposed to be the heel, and he was just so him and the Street Profits were so over with the crowd. Like when he's obviously supposed to be getting booed, everyone's like, "Bobby, Bobby, Bobby." Okay, this, this brings me to something. They are over with the crowd. What are they doing? I don't know. They're showing okay. up. Okay. The thing cool. is, <laughs> they're making money, up. brother. Here's Great. the deal. <laughs> Smack, no, this is the state. This is the, of when they book SmackDown. They book two things, or they book mainly three things. They book Bloodline, and then obviously the women's title, which is Damage Control Central. Mm. And Dragon then, Lee now. And then Dragon Lee, and then if Logan Paul shows up, they'll book him. <laughs> right. But it just depends on if he shows, and that's it. And then they'll have LA Knight come out for a pop. You know, he came out for a pop in the Randy segment. Yeah. But like literally, like. I don't know what they're going to do because originally they were feuding with LWO, but that's obviously over now that Santos is. Yeah. So, like, right. I guess they're feuding with Butch and then maybe um, Sheamus when he comes back because I know. Butch has no friends. Well, Butch, yeah. What's it called? Walked out. Uh, or Pete Dunn. I'm not calling that. Um, what's his name? Rich Holland walked Remember out. Remember when Triple H got in, in charge full time and were like, yes, finally. He's coming back. Pete Dunn again and just never did that. <laughs> It's gonna happen, I believe. You just gotta believe. It. You just gotta believe. <laughs> right. You gotta have faith. Like you're gonna believe in uh, DIY getting those titles. Yes, I will believe. That. WWE could be it... out of business. They could be in bankruptcy court, and Logan's like, no, 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 guys. I believe that this storyline <laughs> yeah. will be happening. Right. I just don't want to live in a reality where he's called Butch forevermore. So I'm not gonna live in that reality. You, you better get ready. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, and yeah, it's happening. Or not happening, more like it. I'm hope maybe he'll leave. You know that would be good. <laughs> that would be that would actually be best scenario. Let him go anywhere. They can do a, they can do a trade with New Japan and get uh, Okada. <laughs> That's yeah, not happening. Right. Um, tear it up in Best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. Um. But with that being said, any last sick things? We go to a quick PSA break. I'm home. <laughs> There's not. He's I'm home. home. He's home. I'm Alex? still the champ. I think. Good MJF promo this week and show, and then we saw we're fighting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Tag Good team match on yep. the... against two of the two of the things, um, two of the whatever the <laughs> devil goons, two of the devil worshippers. Never, uh, they're not that. Um, also, not kind of wrestling related, but not match related. AEW this week with RJ with uh, with uh, Roger Strong. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. So good. Uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta See, get around so to funny. it. The one with uh, with Copeland uh, last time was, was hilarious. hilarious. I, I just. You know, the, that's I think just the average Canadian interaction. Uh, like <laughs> whenever you get two Canadians in a room together, it, it was great. Um, also, our um, what advisor was we called Billy? Um, yeah. Our advisor Billy thinks one of the goons is obviously Claudio. Really? He said by the look, he said hmm. that is Claudio. They may not reveal him to be Claudio, but the guy they're showing that's Claudio. And he said that's da- Christopher Daniels. He said was one of them. I heard from somebody. I, I say I heard. I saw that somebody 
I, I don't have direct <laughs> connections here, um, but I saw uh, that somebody who was at the show said that one of them had a very distinctly Roderick Strong-shaped body, <laughs> so I'll take them for that. <laughs> well, someone said that. I looked at the picture. I'm like, I can see that being Claudia, but, you know, we'll see. I don't, I don't think Claudia's in it, but with that being said, we're going to go to a quick PSA break, and we come back even through the darkest days. This fire burns. Always. Welcome back to WIBG on Legal 91.1 FM. In honor of Chicago Made Punk returning home last week, in quotations, um, we are now doing a retro of CM Punk versus John Cena, Money in the Bank 2011, courtesy of one Cooper Prater. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I forgot this was 44 minutes with like intros and stuff like that. It, it's Just, a five-star classic, brother. I don't know what to tell you. Six <laughs> in the Tokyo Dome. Because I, I was like, I can watch it on Peacock. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is on like, you know, it they is. Yeah, they, they just uploaded it. And so I uploaded I looked, and it was like 44. I was like, oh, I don't remember being this long. Well, it's not included. We had you know, intros, yeah, and stuff like that. And, and the little um, schmas that they do at the end. But that was only like literally a minute. Because yeah. I was like, I was at like 43, and I'm like, are they not going to show me Alberto coming out? <laughs> <laughs> They don't even play Alberto's team. No, no. runs. Yeah. First off, they got to they got to distance themselves. <laughs> I need. I realized I need to rewatch some more matches of this era so I can get the bewilderment of of just like in like recent era, but not like too recent. Because like I don't remember him coming out this fire burns. Yeah. Um, seeing a steel there, I was like, I was my head was spinning. <laughs> I was thinking he was about to bite. Michael Cole Cabana's Cole. in there too. He was. Yeah, he's a, he's in the front row. I gotta go back and see that then. Mm-hmm. I just thought he still was like, hey, Steel. Logan, I don't <laughs> think you were watching. I was watching. Mm. I don't think you were paying attention. Um, mm. well, I admit, mm. I saw A Steel. Mm. He didn't, Noah didn't see A Steel. And I watched I don't know who A Steel is, dog. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair to Noah uh, or to, to Logan, A Steel, once you see him, you can't unsee him. Yeah, he yeah, is, yeah, he's, yeah. Very, okay. he's like a specter. So. Fair enough. Also, when I imagine Colt Cabana, I imagine old Colt Cabana, like current Colt Cabana. Oh, I don't no, imagine no, no. him yeah. as young Colt Cabana. You know, which he was at that moment. Yeah, this is this is a, like even Punk this young. I'm like, I don't it, him without the beard just doesn't. That, with that hair does not look right to me. Yeah, it is, wispy, it is an odd combination of. Um, things. and like the trunks, and everything, and like it's like I remember all this, but I'm like, same time, this just feels just feels wrong. Hmm. Um, but Cooper, what's, I'll let you take it away. Oh, Alex had a. Had I was gonna say, what's better though? He he went by A Steel, but like his name Christopher Guy, I think, is a good enough in ring name anyway. <laughs> yeah, I really think yeah. they were missing out the opportunities for just this guy T-shirts, man. I I smell money. I don't know about you guys, this but anyway, guy. I just had to look him up. Uh, you're right, definitely a hard to miss character. That's all I'll say about very, that. Very he looks much. like a shark. Looks like a <laughs> goblin. Yeah, <laughs> looks like um, a lot of characters yeah. in one. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, gentlemen, I want to. Uh, tell you guys. Uh, I want to do a little, you know, story pa- time. Uh, uh, what's what's the the term? Theater of the mind. Okay. Uh, for, okay. for you guys, if you will, imagine that you are 11 years old Shoot. in the year 2011. All right. Um, you that can't have, be right. You have picked up. Hmm? You were not 11 years old in 2011. Oh, uh, however you were old. 10. However old I would have been. Imagine you're 10 years old okay. in 2011. You want me to do math live on air? Well, Christ. I remember you were born in on 9/11, yeah. so yeah. I'm like, you can't be 11, yeah. which means uh, he was not. No, no, he was actually nine. You were nine. Wow, who knows? Imagine You're being nine years old in 2011. We settled how old I was. This toddler yeah. could not even comprehend what he was watching at that at that young age. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you have just on a whim picked up a copy of the WWE Kids magazine from the CVS. 
right? Just okay. because <laughs> the, the colors were popping out to you and you just had to have it for some reason. And all of a sudden, you are introduced into the most stupid thing you've ever seen in your <laughs> life that you just can't look away from. Uh, and the first big breakout story that comes from, from this that you are introduced to for the first time is uh, a bunch of guys uh, storming in at the end of the show and absolutely wrecking everything uh, in the most violently real way possible. Um, and then flash forward a couple of months down the line and that story has gone and passed and uh, the, the dude that they brought in to replace uh, the, the first leader of, of that group has now like oddly sort of like uh, some people like him, some people don't. It's this very odd, confusing mixture of things. You thought that this was a very black and white divide uh, between people uh, and things are now messy and complicated. Um, you don't watch the the pay-per-view live because your parents are not going to pay for this silly little wrestling thing that you're Valid. interested in. Um, but you uh, have access to, to YouTube and to WWE.com, and so you're aware of all of the things that happen. Uh, and you have a, a vague idea of what it was like to be me <laughs> around that time. Um, so, uh, but this, this particular era... Um, catastrophically terrible as much of it is. Uh, yes. It is, it is tough. Uh, I remember the first WrestleMania that I ever experienced was WrestleMania 27 with the Miz WWE oh, Championship run. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, we're in we're in dire straits here, guys. Um, we are in the dark, darkest days. Very yeah. <laughs> This fire burn. Oh, sweet lord! Would you stop <laughs> it? You were uh, uh, always. I was. I was big into this like Edge guy because he seemed real cool. And I then, oh, I... never mind. I guess he's not going here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a there's a big bunch of stuff happening, um, and uh, but really, truly, um, the first big storyline uh, after the the Nexus one, which like was the thing that just caught my eye into it but the one that got me like really emotionally properly invested in something was the punk cena stuff and i was coming into it as a john cena fan because i was like a little kid so like of course i was a john cena fan the fruity pebbles absolutely yeah (laughs) um he's a he's a good i look i like superman he's he's great um and uh but yeah and so cm punk to me at that time represented something very interesting. So I imagine it's it's what people felt uh, watching the Austin 316 promo for the first time. You know, um, there's suddenly you know the the boundaries between you know uh, heroism and villainy have have become blurred, um, and it's it's this very um, like uncomfortably kind of real thing. You know, I remember watching the pipe bomb live and I didn't understand half of the references that he was making. Like, but who's I just Colt Cabana? Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> I also didn't had no idea who Colt Cabana was, Ring of Honor, New Japan, none of it. Um, and, uh, but I, I just couldn't look away from him. Like, it, it was just very, just charismatic, uh, very uh, camera-ready kind of presentation. Um, and that led me down the, the long road to the CM Punk apologist that I am today. So. You could see the start. Well, 
in contrast to Cooper's beautiful theater in the mind. I didn't watch any of this stuff live. Heck, no. I was I didn't get into wrestling until the Daniel Bryan storyline. That's why mm. Brian Danielson is the greatest wrestler of all time. Right. Plain and simple. Um, but I went. I remember going like I like when I got into it. Like the first thing was the pipe bomb. It was the pipe bomb. It was Cena, um, Punk. Because I mean they've da- taken it down and re-uploaded this match a mm. thousand times over. Yeah. Um, I've seen it before. I remember a lot of the beats and stuff like that. But like. I have not seen this in it's gotta be five years. Mm. So like going back and watching this was just you know I'll say this great match um, for me it, not for you because we, we've discussed it before the show but for me it's not as good on a rewatch when you know what's gonna happen but I feel like it's almost every match there's some matches that yeah of course you know, uh, but especially like something like this which is like a big shock factor mm-hmm. you know match like it's built on the finish you know. Yeah. Um, the idea of oh they would never yeah yeah yeah. and then they do um like that can never be recreated this is some of the worst commentary i've had to sit through 44 (laughs) minutes of ever um heel but not heel michael cole who's also a john cena homer um jerry lawler who's checked out who's also a john cena homer Mm. and it doesn't understand why chicago would root (laughs) and then also booger t's there and he goes wow (laughs) whoa that's a shuck it duck it quack quack He's having a great time. I can't oh, call baby. this one, Michael. <laughs> I forgot that Booker T was on commentary in this time, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. But with all that being said, great match, great moment. It's still awesome when he blows the kiss away, oh, and he hits yeah. him with the with the GTS. It was Cena's own fault. I do love that they mentioned Montreal. I do love also they put in the revisionist, revisionist history of Bret Hart's trying to walk out of the company with the title, which is just not true. Right. He agreed to drop. He says, "Let's just not drop it here." Mm. And and he was trying to screw in, the in WWE. Yeah. And then you know they Laurinaitis come or he's telling. I swear to God, he called him John Laryngitis. He did call him that. John Laryngitis coming out. That's the the vice president of uh, talent, talent relations. Relations and then Cena decking him. That was that was a real punch. I had to in. <laughs> that that was not part of the match. <laughs> He just saw uh, John Cena was originally supposed to put like his hand in front of no nah, John <laughs> John shot brother he saw he saw his opportunity and he took it but Cooper you have I'm I'm gonna give you more of the floor um yeah I mean I obviously I think the the actual in ring stuff that they're doing is really really interesting and and holds up a lot on rewatch the and, kicks especially yeah yeah um Punk has this interesting quality um where He's never been like an athletic wonder no. in the ring. He's actually pretty sloppy. Uh, there's a lot of like you know slip ups in his yeah. footing, and you know uh, moments where like uh, either him or Cena or both are kind of out of place for for certain spots. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think that ever really detracts from his match. I think it adds to a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks it's more this, real. Yeah, it looks real. It's got this like scrappy, you know, kind of yeah. quality to Underdog, it. Underdog, you know. Yeah. Um, and also, um, it sets up uh, through maybe through accident, but it, it does set up this contrast between him, this imperfect, um, you know, kind of. Uh, scrappier character against Cena, who is literally the perfect human being, like yes. in, in the context of, of the wrestling world. Um, and he was in this match. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that ending too. Um, having yeah the the powers that be 
uh, come in and decide to take matters into their own hands. Yeah. Cena, being the the brave moral compass, you know. Uh, whoa, him, whoa, whoa! We're him, gonna do this my way. No, 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 son. We we abide by the law. In this <laughs> um, and then he, he immediately eating, getting getting screwed for it because uh, it was a dumb awesome. decision. Like that's that's just really really great. Poetry. And, yeah, very much. Um, sometimes you know they're they're on their they're on their game. Uh, and I think that they definitely were uh, for this night. Chicago is just so electric. Like <sighs> you, you don't. Uh, I I think in in recent years, the reputation of Chicago as a really hot wrestling crowd has kind of gotten to to their heads yeah. a little bit, and it's made it a little less fun. But during this time, it felt so genuine, and you could just like cut a knife through the tension in the air in that crowd. So. And I'll say this as well. It's important to mention within the context that they couldn't get a crowd like this if they paid people to do it for the last four years before no. this time period and the extra two years after the fact. Absolutely. The Mania crowds weren't yeah. as hype as this crowd. Literally, they could not get... I mean, it hadn't, they hadn't had a crowd like this. can make matches. It's, it's just mm-hmm. proven. Like, it, it's... And it's infinitely rebotchable when you have a crowd like this. You yeah. Know? I mean, they didn't have a crowd like this con- as consistently since, like, 2006 at that point. I mean, because this was peak, apathetic, peak, yeah. bad storyline after bad storyline after bad storyline. sucks. Yeah. Every single – because I watched this stuff, not the match, but everything around it, and oh, dear. That's all I got to <laughs> say, man. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That's all I got to say. Well, actually, I got more to say, but I know we got to go to commercial. Um, anything else, Noah? Uh, I would like to just add one little detail that I really picked up on. Uh, it seemed like both Cena and Punk were like uh, thinking they were just better than their opponents. Like you saw at the beginning when John had CM Punk in an arm lock, he kind of looked at a was it Kyoto that was referee? I don't know who when, was when referee. He, when he was saying no, he was Probably. like, ah, he got me here, but you know, don't worry, I'll get him back. And then you contrast that when he gets in the uh, STF uh, later on in the matches where he Punk is just like crawling and basically just sitting there and crying because he's realized that he's in a fight now and he has to fight for that right to get the WWE Championship and leave, unlike the beginning of the match where he thought, uh, Cena's just their company guy, I'm, he's going to be a pushover. Mm. Yep. And that was really nice to see. And then John, kind of near the end, still thought that Punk was going to be a pushover. That's why I believe that he came, went out of the ring and said, I don't need help. Mm-hmm. I can still get it. That being said, we're going to go to a quick PSA break. We'll continue this discussion after these brief messages. Welcome back to WABGL, Legal 91.1 FM. As you see, the conversation never ends, even during the ad breaks. It's hard to get these guys to be quiet so we can do an intro. We were talking CM Punk, John Cena, Money in the Bank 2011. Alex, I'm going to let you have the floor. So, um, obviously, as the old soul amongst uh, you youngins, uh, I was in the trenches, as Cooper said, during the break during this era. And I'm not going to get into too much of that because I've already talked about it a lot uh, before. But I really think it's a – it almost makes this match more special and also makes the match look better when you compare it to the rest of the show that it was on and the rest of the environment that it was surrounded by at this time. Because, I mean, how many times in a row had WWE had a pretty great story leading up to a bad pay-per-view or just a bad story period at this point in time? And you look at this card, obviously, I can't speak to the quality of the Money in the Bank match just off the top of my head because it's the Money in the Bank match, and I'm sure WWE can do chaos about as good as anybody in terms of that, in terms of just throwing six guys in a ring and crazy spots happen. So I'm going to assume they were good to decent, or decent to good. And Daniel Bryan won. So won one of them. He won one, and then Alberto won the other. Yeah, yeah, Which, Alberto facing quite the cast of characters, just to give you an idea of the roster at this time. Alberto Del Rio versus 
Alex Riley. I believe this was a face, oh, face turn. Was big into the face turn. Yeah. Face turn A Rod that lasted three and a half weeks. His e- team was awesome. Don't forget one of the most over guys for any 2011 2010 watcher, Evan Bourne. Yes. Don't absolutely. don't forget. I will never forget. I was Evan convinced Bourne. he was, he was a WrestleMania talent. Uh, you've also got Jack Swagger, who yeah. was back in the Money in the Bank scene again. Kofi Kingston, The Miz, R Truth, and everyone's favorite wrestler of all time at one point in their lives. Rey Mysterio, obviously. Uh, um, Booyaka. But again, you got that. And then and as for the SmackDown one, you've got Dash and Cody Rhodes, mm. Heath Slater, Slater Justin Gator. Gabriel, Sin Cara, Wade Barrett, Sheamus and Kane. Anyway, but the matches. Nexus match. Yeah, oh, I was about to say, yeah, in, Slater and Gabriel were a tag team at this point. And the dark match was Santino and Vladimir versus the new Nexus, David Otunga and Michael McGillicuddy. Anyway, that's not oh, important. We so. <laughs> So for the match, you've got a six-minute Mark Henry versus Big Show match. Well. You've got a four-minute and fifty-second Kelly Kelly versus Brie Bella match for the WWE Divas <laughs> Championship. <laughs> you've got Christian versus Randy Orton, and you've got CM Punk versus John Cena. So all that to say, um, yeah, this match looks like so. Who, I don't know who was cooking, but they cooked because <laughs> I mean they really. It really is an amazing match outside of all the circumstances, outside of the crowd. Then you add the crowd, you add the circumstances, you add the fact that he legitimately didn't show up for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, and it was a legitimate storyline. I like know that it was, but I'm still not convinced that it was. I'm convinced everybody's lying for the sake of the gimmick. But hey, man, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, it's awesome. And it was really good. Again, I, my family was only a buy WrestleMania and then not watch any of the other pay-per-views. So I was really a give me that recap in the first 10 minutes of the next Monday night. And I was hype. Ten-year-old uh, me was very hype at this time. But, you know. You're like, that's crazy, bro. I will no, say. No, I couldn't believe it. But then. John Cena had to bury Rey Mysterio three weeks later, and I was like, that's well, it. I, I turned off the that, TV. That was the turning point for me on Wasn't Cena, too. I was night? like, hey, what? you guys, come on. It, like, was, it wasn't the next night. It was two or three weeks later because the next night well, was no, like – Rey Mysterio oh, no, won the, the tournament, yeah. and then John immediately challenged him and beat him. Mm-hmm. Like, he beat him in the same night. Same night. Yeah, he won the tournament. No, so. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you meant like the then, next night for the tournament and was. And then Punk yeah. returned at the end of the show. Uh, but that wasn't like the next Monday. That was like two weeks down the line. No, yeah, because like they did like a whole yeah, tournament. That's what I thought no was Ray and then, no, uh, I'll say this. God, he, did, he did get the championship. Guilty they, pleasure uh, around this time, a couple years later, that I, I, I will admit on air because just I keep seeing clips of him. I was a big Ryback guy. <laughs> Bro, you and me too. Like, me three. Me. That, Bro, he was awesome. That, that first little bit with those those promos, absolutely. And I remembered he looked awesome, man. I rem- I did not pick up at all that he was the same person as Skip Sheffield. No, in the Nexus. <laughs> I did. I was like, wait a minute. I completely it, it put it out of my mind. Yeah. So, um, with that, that said, people or- were over for that when he was doing like ever ever. Twitter will post that 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 uh clip at least once a year where he like gets like the feed me more chant against Cena or whatever, and everyone's like, this is it. Right back's over. He was never over after that point. Well, as soon um, as he lost the punk, and you realize he's not going to be a main event guy. <laughs> right. and then, That's true. And then it really started showing once he actually had actual competitive matches. Yeah. Right back's anybody? Right back's Oh, dear. Uh, also, I would say one last thing. Um, we should thank whoever um, the Holy One is up top for um, the fact that Michael Cole's heel era was done by the time this match had started because Lord knows – if we had heel Michael Cole on commentary, oh, it was or, still pretty. Uh, bad. He was still heel. He was just like going like, "Oh, I'm now. I don't be a WWE company Homer. man." Well, yeah. okay, yeah, but that was like the storyline they were running. Whereas I think his his heel he thing was, had ended by yeah. then because he they had, had Mania 27. Then they had a dumb match after that, yeah. another dumb match, and then I think he quit. 
Yeah, I, I don't. That. I don't remember the exact I've got, timeline of it. Anyway, we should be happy about it. From the anonymous Raw general manager. We need to talk about um, that either. With that being said, let's go ahead and get to the end of the year awards. The first ever WWE GL end of the year awards. I think me and Cooper did like a mini version of this during NJPW EGL last year. Uh, I know maybe. at some point I talked about Michael Oku versus Will Ospreay. So oh, I was probably, one of my probably just as like background for the Osprey Omega thing. Maybe. Um, but that being said, we're going to start off with our top five moments, how this is going to work. I'm going to say my number five, Cooper says number five. Noah says number five, and Alex, and so on, and then forth until we get through number one. And then we'll mention some honorable mentions. Your number five moments of the year. Number five for me, CM Punk gets fired from AEW. Mm. <laughs> Made a man fear for his life. Just at number five. That's interesting. Yep. Huh, okay. For you? Um, for me, this is very personal, um, but uh, it was Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada teaming up for the first New time Year's ever. Dash. Early, early, early in January. I was awake for that. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Noah. Um. So we're not we're do, we're holding off on all mentions. Yes. Yeah, just number okay. just number five. My t- uh, fifth is the first collision. It was really cool. CM Punk came out and said counterfeit bucks, and I was like, I'm, I'm over. a collision guy. I want to watch this now. He I'm gonna beat watch me up like Saturday. two weeks before that. <laughs> and canonically, Alex. Um. <laughs> My number five is uh, the obvious one. Um, Roman wins lol at WrestleMania because, man, <laughs> that was there anything greater than the the shock, the awe, the oh my god, Noah's gonna fall through the floor? There, there I was too many incredible moments inside of this one moment. It had to make it on the list, even oh, though uh, if you actually break ends. it down wrestling wise, it's terrible. But the moment itself was too fun. Fitting with my number five entry. My number four is CM Punk returns to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, I was laughing at my moments. I'm like, I have to put both of these on here. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Cooper? Um, my number four uh, is the signing of Will Ospreay to AEW. I don't even have that in my honorable mention. I forgot about that. This fool. It was literally like they the last three. pay-per-view yeah. that we watched. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> He hasn't. He hasn't. Uh, I don't know. That, I don't know that he watches the product, Alex. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> About Noah? as much as I do. Not a fan of wrestling. Um, my number four was Cody losing at Mania. Just because it was hilarious. <laughs> like when that rubber chicken hit the ring, man. I was like, oh, that's. that's I will. All. That's I will great. never be happy. <laughs> it's pain here, man. Um, my number four uh, is when Sting became Joker Sting and also Jack the Ripper in London. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so cool. Speaking of London, my number three is the Wembley hug heard around the world. That mm. final mm. after after the greatest match or the what is it the biggest match of all time? What do they call that? The, no, the gr- biggest pro wrestling event. Yeah, of all time. and the main event of the biggest pro- the hug and the whole after the fact segment was awesome. That's my number three. For you? Oh, that's your number three. Okay. Um, my number three is the return of CM Punk to AEW. Ah! Ah! <laughs> One's got to wonder. Just I wait. knew when he didn't specify why like, <laughs> yeah. something's coming. The year's not over. Return to TNA is possible. The fact that there are two possible answers to that <laughs> is, is fixing it of itself. Noah? Um, my number three, you brought up the hug, heard around Wembley. Mine is going to be the hug heard on Collision after him and Adam Cole <laughs> lost their tag team title opportunities and hugged then. Because I was like, ah, this is the storyline. MJF's going to hit him. He dropped that title. And I went, oh. Alex? Uh, my number my number three is a little biased, but it's also from it's from WrestleMania again. It's uh, the riptide from the top rope. I felt like my mind expanded. I felt like I had seen 
things. That's also when I was like, man, I think I'm gonna keep watching wrestling. So shout out to WrestleMania. Um, my number two is the whole Elimination Chamber main event, Sammy in Montreal, mm. because if there's a punk like moment, that made me believe, brother. It made me believe, mm. even though I was crying that night. But um, my number two is uh, the Ring General <laughs> Gunther uh, surpassing finally the Honky Tonk Man's reign and becoming officially, as he always should have been, the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. Honorable mention for me. So, mm. Noah? Well, you know, mine was going to be Zayn in Montreal as well, <laughs> but I don't I don't think I can do that you now. You can still do it. So, yeah, there's, there's no do it. Hang on, no. hang on, hang on. No, 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 I got no, a better idea. No, you can't idea. change it. No, hang on, no, no, no. How about Zayn in Saudi Arabia? That pop he got down there was insane, and That's I'm good. really glad that okay. it happened. It's a good shout. Good shout. Um, let's see. I actually was going back and forth, and I just couldn't land on a number two for whatever reason. But I'll actually go with just a personal one for me. Uh, Matt Cardona, GCW, man. That was too much fun. <laughs> I must I mean, really, like, it, admittedly, a lot of mine are just, that was fun for me as as far as the grand scope. But that was that was awesome. So I'm going to go with that one. Why not? Um, number one, Eddie Kingston winning the ROH World title. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, very good. Very good very moment for me specifically as the biggest, as one of the biggest Eddie Kingston marks in this room. As the shared biggest. The shared. Marks. For you? A number one moment. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> what? What? Answer. Answer. Okay. My number one moment of uh, professional wrestling for 2023 was the return <laughs> of CM Punk <laughs> to WWE. <laughs> This ladies and gentlemen I is why I saw that smile. Hey. I said, this, hey. "You, I never That's thought why I would. I'm the champ, and they're not." Okay, okay, because okay. we don't support. We got, we don't got a lot of time. We gotta keep going. Noah, you're number one. Um, I would just like throw out the fact that uh, Zane in March or in uh, Saudi Arabia was one of my honor mentions that I said I slip him. Uh, my number one moment ever in the history of professional wrestling is the fact that my boy. Big Bill Watts became <laughs> tag team title champion, baby. That's my boy. Alex. All right, that makes me feel better about my choice. Uh, my number one is obviously um, – I know you're about to say, too. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to say? Go ahead and guess. We got the time. TK Go ahead and booking guess. two women's matches on one show. <laughs> Actually, God dang it, I didn't think of that. <laughs> um, my number one – my number one is um real glass, obviously. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My number one is actually uh, when Sammy hit uh, Roman with the chair at Royal Rumble because that was just mm, that was before awesome. I joined WWGL. I texted you about it. I just turned it on like, hey, it's the Rumble. I got Peacock because a friend had it. And then he does that, and I'm like, all right, I'm in. Somehow I'm back in after years of being lapsed from it. I saw him hit the chair, and I was like, this is this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. So that moment for me is number one because that got me back in. So that's all I can say. All right, I'm going to run off some honorable benches real quick. Jay Briscoe, tribute match. Sinerico winning the tag team titles. Mommy claiming the SmackDown Women's Championship. For me specifically, Aussie Open winning the IWGP straps. You said the Gunther passing the Honky Talk Man, which I had in mind. Sonata winning the IWGP world title. And a little shout-out to Impact with Motor City Machine Guns winning the world and exhibition titles at the same time. Pretty good moment. Any other moments I missed? Uh, Shane McMahon tearing his quads. Yes, that should be mad. <laughs> and two women on uh, one pay-per-view for AEW, All man. Right. Come on now, come that on. That being said, we're going to go to a quick PSA break, and we'll get to the rest of our list after this. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Cooper from WWE GL with a special editor's note uh, to add on to this fantastic last episode of the semester. 
as you may know, if you've been listening, uh, I've been keeping a comprehensive match of the year list throughout the entire year. Um, this is uh, in the orders in which I watched them, not necessarily the orders in which they happened. And if you disagree, I don't know. Uh, don't come calling me or anything. Uh, Call me. That's, uh, yeah, uh, called Noah. Um, so we start off uh, with Great Muda versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Then Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. Uh, TJ, the team of Tay Mello and Anna Jay versus Willow Nightingale and Ruby Soho in a street fight. Uh, Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal. Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship in a no-holds-barred match. Brian Danielson versus Roosh. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Hangman Page versus John Moxley in Texas Death. MJF versus Brian Danielson in an Iron Man match. Uh, Kyrie versus Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Monet versus Izumi versus Hazuki. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Elio Del Vikingo. Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb. Commander versus Elio Del Vikingo. Uh, this was from uh, Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor, I believe. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus The Usos. Kota Ibushi versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tom Lawler. Kazuchika Okada versus Kaito Kiyomiya. Jeff Cobb versus Zack Sabre Jr. This was the one from Wrestling Dontaku. Io Sky versus Bianca Belair. Claudio Castagnoli versus Phoenix. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in a steel cage. Speedball Mike Bailey versus Hiromu Takahashi. AJ Styles versus Edge versus Rey Mysterio. Shotaro Oshino versus T Hawk. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Roderick Strong. MJF versus Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guevara. Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Tomohiro Ishii versus John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Shota Umino. Yoda Suji versus Sonata, Adam Cole versus MJF in a time limit draw. Uh, Katsuyori Shibata versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Daniel Garcia versus Orange Cassidy. Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay 2, Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. Orange Cassidy, Elio Del Vikingo, and Keith Lee versus Daniel Garcia in 2.0. John Moxley and Homicide versus El Desperado and Jun Kasai in the Doomsday No DQ match. Julia versus Willow Nightingale, FTR versus Bullet Club Gold 1, Eddie Kingston versus Shingo Takagi, Athena versus Willow Nightingale, uh, Shingo Takagi versus Sanare, Will Ospreay versus Kenta, Shota Umino versus Kaito Kiyomiya, Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii, Will Ospreay versus Kazuchika Okada, Tetsuya Naito versus Will Ospreay, Ray Phoenix versus Commander, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe from All In, FTR versus The Young Bucks, Darby Allen and Sting in versus uh, Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage. MJF versus Adam Cole from All In, Kento Miyahara versus Katsuhiko Nakajima, Jay White versus Dax Harwood, Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus The Judgment Day, Powerhouse Haas versus Miro, Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks. Uh, this was uh, the first one. Kenny Omega versus Konosuke Takeshita, John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy 1, Gunther versus Chad Gable 3, Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker, Claudio Castagnoli versus Eddie Kingston from Grand Slam, MJF versus Samoa Joe. Asuka versus Io Sky, Ilya Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes 2, Eddie Kingston versus Katsuri Shibata, Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland, uh, the first one, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay versus Speedball Mike Bailey, Kenny Omega versus MJF, Santana Jackson versus Speedball Mike Bailey, Violence is Forever versus Los Macizos, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Speedball Mike Bailey, Mayu Iwatani versus Stephanie Vaquer, Athena versus Mercedes Martinez, Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn, Yuma Aoyagi versus Katsuhiko Nakajima, Chris, uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus LFI versus FTR versus Kings of the Black Throne, Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart versus Sky Blue, Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland in, in uh, Texas Deathmatch, Chris Hero versus Timothy Thatcher, 
Eddie Kingston versus Brody King, Mayu Iwatani versus Utami Hayashishida, and Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. That is all. Thank you. Goodbye. Welcome back to WBGL. We're going to 91.1 FM. We are in our final segment here. We're talking our top fives for the year. We're talking top five wrestlers. For me, number five is Kota. Ooh, all right. Mm. Good, good shout. Good, uh, consistent all year. Been great. And he beat the Hong Kong man's record. Mm. Like, what more can you say? Um, that is uh, funny. <laughs> Considering something that will happen on later on in, in my list. Uh, my number five uh, is the uh, wrestler who has currently shown me, uh, has currently piqued my interest most, um, which is uh, Swerve Strickland. I've Swerve been just blown away by his rise to prominence. And uh, speaking of consistency, every big match situation that he's been put in, he's absolutely blown it out of the water. Uh, my fifth, th- uh, fifth place is the wrestler that I've been most impressed with over the year, considering I didn't know who he was before doing this podcast. Absolute Ricky Starks. Valid. Uh, my number five is based on a small sample size. That's why he's at the five spot. But Will Ospreay, man, because like as as much as I'm not a fan of the AEW style, and he happens to run that style, I'm like this guy's pretty cool. So he gets the nod for that one. Number four, the Fallen Goddess Athena. Ooh. The best thing on Ring of Honor. Interesting. My number four, the best women's wrestler in the world, if you ask me, Willow Nightingale. Oh, okay. You're welcome. <laughs> That's a great. This is a great back and forth right there. Noah, um, CM Punk. Okay. I don't, I don't even. Alex. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's Father's Day somewhere. Christian Cage. <laughs> I, I should put Christian. I, he should be in my shoutouts. He's just. He's really great. Like he is doing amazing work. Can't, he's a model, man. You can't deny him. He's had a great year. Longest reigning AEW champion. He's consistently put on great main event matches. MJF number three and great promos. Mm-hmm. Um. kept rearranging the the top three in my head on the, the lead up here. Um, mm, I'm just going to shoot in the dark here and say Osprey. Okay. Um, yeah, just per volume is had. Uh, th- this is, I think, like his banner year. Yeah. My number three is a wrestler who has wrestled probably the most for WWE, Dirty. Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> who do you have? Uh, mine goes to someone who has completely reinvented themselves at the back half of the year, and they deserve a lot of credit for it. She's timeless. She's Tony Storm, man. I love it. The Valid. gimmick is too good. My number two is the greatest wrestler of all time, Brian Danielson. Mm. Mm. My number two is my favorite uh, promo in the game, uh, Eddie Kingston. Valid. Number two, the leader of the Judgment Day, Rhea Ripley. Valid. Uh, my number two is MJF, man. My number one, it's been mentioned before, it's his banner year, doing five-star matches in New Japan, AEW, Rev Pro, Impact. It's Will Ospreay. You know, I would hear for my number one pick in the years before that he was the greatest of all time. And I always kind of knew it, but in, in my head, there were always at least like a handful of people that were like just a little bit, you know, had a little bit something else. Uh, but this year really cemented it. It's the American Dragon. It's Brian Danielson. Oh, let's go. 
He was on TV for about six weeks uh, earlier on in the year, maybe during the summer. John Bradshaw Layfield. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. It's Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Good okay, God. okay. My number one, honestly, this just the surprise of the year for me, but it's got to be L.A. Night, man. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I had Sami Zayn in my honorable mention just outside. Great, fantastic year. Mm-hmm. Rhea was also in there. O- OC for his international title yeah, reign. Ilya much. has been killing it anytime he's on the screen. And I also have EO Sky for out, her great rise. Um, with that being said, someone. it's time to quickly go through our top five matches. For me, number five, very funny, Athena Willow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, three. Athena's Royal three, by the way, from Final Battle. Okay. He said he had his list prepared. I know, but he lied. I, I, I t- Can we? You want to come back to you? Yeah, come back, Noah. Uh, my number five is Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. My, that's not much for me. My number five is Action Mike Jackson versus Blake Christian. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. You already know. Shout yeah. out, honorable mention: Santana Jackson versus Speedball for me. So. My number five is Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus from WrestleMania. All right. My number four is Swerve Hangman, Texas Death. Mm. Uh, my number four is Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. Valid. Ooh, I'm putting that on my honorable mentions. I didn't say that. That's on my honorable mentions. My number four is the triple threat for the IC title at Mania. My number four, forget an honorable mention. It deserves a spot on the list. Santana Jackson versus Speedball. <laughs> Don't you know? It's funny. My number three is Gunther Sheamus back in tire. <laughs> Big me, me, and second me. I have almost been never been more invested in a match than that, watching you guys with Mania. Uh, number three for me. Uh, this is uh, easily going to go to um, Adam Cole, MJF at All In. Okay. Okay. You said it when we originally uh, reviewed – this match, uh, Cooper. My number three is uh, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. Valid. My number three, MJF versus Cole at All In. Man, I I couldn't believe I believed the soap opera until I believed it, man. My number two, I don't. I think I was a mind melted, Alex. <laughs> My number two, it was one of the best matches I've seen live. Me and Noah one night paying twenty five dollars each for a pay per view. Brian Danielson versus MJF in the greatest Iron Man match of all time, mm. making me believe, man. Number two, maybe it's recency bias with Swerve Strickland, Hangman Page, Texas Death. Valid. My number two, the greatest match on television all year, FTR versus Bullet Club Gold or uh, Tag Team Title Elimination, elimination Matt, or whatever. How they Eliminator. Say yeah. Eliminator on uh, AW television. I'm getting a little emotional over here because I believe Cooper and I became best friends because my number two is Swear versus Hangman, hey, Texas hey, Death. Hey, hey. You know it? Come on now, man. My number one was solidified four days into the year. Um, there was I watched that match live, and me and Cooper were losing our collective minds. It is Osprey Omega 1. I could have died a happy man after watching that match. Um, I would like to revise uh, my number four. Okay. Because I've searched it in my heart, and I know it to be true that it's actually Athena and Willow. Yes! Uh, so, Whoa. Um, but my number one, it's Omega Osprey. One, <laughs> like, nothing nothing will ever beat that feeling, uh, and nothing did for the rest of the year. It did, man. For 60 minutes, they took me on a ride. <laughs> yeah. MJF I knew it. versus Brian Danielson at AW Revolution. <laughs> It's an important note that I haven't seen half of these matches that you guys have mentioned, but um, 
It's the Intercontinental Championship triple threat, man. Okay. I couldn't believe it. it. I couldn't match. believe it, but I could that's, not that's believe it. We were going ballistic. Well, I mean, uh, that was so for awesome. Me, for me, for honorable mentions, I had Osprey Omega 2, ZSJ, Danielson, Speedball Osprey from Impact, Bulco Globe FTR, 2 out of 3 falls, and the Eliminator were both great. Danielson Roosh. Yes. Ooh, all of absolutely. Danielson's matches leading up to the Iron Man could have made mm-hmm. the list. Yeah. Um, Danielson Stark Strap Match, Uso, Sinerico at Mania. Mox Hangman, Osprey Naito from the G1 Simis, mm. uh, Monet Kyrie, really yes. good. Charlotte the, Rhea. The triple threat, too. Yes. Uh, um, AZM IWC. and yeah. uh, um, Hazuki. Hazuki, yeah. Um, Omega MJF off on Collision. I'm a collider, baby. Um, Osprey showed a two, which I don't know you didn't particularly like, but it was it was good for me. And I had lethal Mark Briscoe because it's, you know, as emotional weight. Yes. Yeah, that's on my bigger list, yeah. Um, any Anything else before we – Wrap uh, the show up. I'd like to give honorable mention to men's and women's Elimination Chamber matches. Okay. Yeah, those were, those were really good. Matches. Also, yeah, Rhea and Charlotte is definitely also, on my honorable mention. Also, the women's Rumble, I know at least the end I was really into. I you you were big into uh, not like most girls showing up? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, the finish of Asuka, Rhea, and um, Liv going like almost like yeah, yeah, was really fair enough, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, that was – I, I remember catching the end. That was pretty good. All right. With that being said – Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. WABG on Wiggle 91.1 FM. This has been it for us this semester. But we will be back on Mondays at 9 in January, probably around January the 8th or the 9th or something like that. Um, with that being said, we'll probably do predictions on Twitter. So you can follow us on Twitter at FileLoganHurst. You can follow Alex on Twitter at Alex Houston. You can follow Noah on Twitter at Noah underscore Phil four. Cooper doesn't have a Twitter, but Cooper, last words. Uh, semesters are temporary, but violence is forever. So true. So true. With that being said, goodbye. Mwah. So much sensuality. And Doesn't good the champ night. Get the last word. Bang. <laughs>